going on jake hey hey we made, <laughs> we made it through what i'm gonna call bloody sunday <laughs> bloody <The> Colum- sunday <laughs> all right that's a little extreme <laughs> a little bit <laughs> a lot of it uh columbus marathon was today got it done uh it's kind of going to be a different episode um kind of going to recap uh, the weekend's events, and uh, we might throw a little bit of the normal stuff in at the end, but for the most part, we were really busy this weekend, both of yeah. us, yep. and we're just going to do a Columbus Marathon recap. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, man, for me, uh, we'll get into it, I guess. Um, well, Saturday... I, uh, you know, had some stuff with the girls to take care of, uh, a little mm-hmm. festival at their school. Awesome. Took them to and kind of get prepped for the race. And uh, I think we got up to the, there's a big expo at the convention center mm-hmm. um, of the Columbus Marathon. It, it's where the Arnold is, so it's really mm-hmm. nice. And there's mm-hmm. a lot of booths and vendors and everything. And we ended up meeting Austin, me and my wife. Ended up meeting Austin and Brittany up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, like my girls didn't come with us. I, mm-hmm. uh, Jess's aunt watched our girls for us that night. So, because you have to pick up the packet right. uh, Friday or the day before. There's no mm-hmm. race day pickup. So you got to get up yeah. there. Yeah. Well, race day <laughs> so, is hectic. You wouldn't want to pick it up anyway. Right. I mean, a, a lot of smaller ones are, but the Columbus, yeah. the Columbus, Columbus is big. Yeah. It's a big event. So I met up with Austin and Brittany. And when I saw, we happened to j- get to the expo at the same time. I met up with Austin, and he has a new uh, shoebox in his hands. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, and I'm like, like, what did you do? Find some new shoes? He's like, yeah, they're fifty percent off. I'm like, you're not going to run with those tomorrow, are you? He's like, yeah, I'm running with these tomorrow. I'm like, dude, you're crazy. Is- <laughs> like, what do you mean you're you bought new shoes and you're going to run a marathon? Yep. And you're going to run a marathon with them tomorrow. Well, <laughs> I mean, we'll get to that later, but that that was his plan. That was a psycho move, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I heard his... that. My wife told me that. And because, of course, you know, word travels fast. His wife told my wife, who told me. And I'm like, what is wrong with him? Why would that's he a, do that? <laughs> so I said, initially, I said, dude, say that out loud and tell me that's a good idea. Like, that goes against everything that... Yeah should be a good idea but he is tougher than us so i mean austin's a, <laughs> austin's a freak dude he is a freak but um we went in so there's a ton of stuff at the x but i'm lucky i got out of there with what little i bought because you can mm-hmm. just go crazy in there with all yeah. the t-shirts and their shoes and like all they are marked down mm-hmm. and i was looking for my size and i only wear one shoe <laughs> you know i'm, I'm ready yeah. to make a switch but i haven't i bought the same pair of new balances three times in a row 
Oh, pulling the old dad move like I did in middle school. One pair yeah. of New Balance over and over. Yeah, but these are running <laughs> shoes. You had the, you the blue had white ones. The white, yeah, yeah, white and blue. Yes, the, for the, the listeners, the blue and white ones that everybody pictures as the universal dad shoe. I wore those in middle school the, and like and like all through high school. The push mower special. Yes, like that was the only shoe I would wear. Yeah, I, when, so when I'd run out, when those ones would be so run down and start to get holes in them, I would get a new pair. Same style. I was very disappointed when they stopped making them. I was going to say, so <laughs> you quit. At what point did you quit wearing them? Uh, I was like in college when I quit wearing them. I was, sure, like, I was like almost done with college. I'm sure you could find this classic American probably, icon shoe. Probably. Like, pro- it's probably one of those things that's worth like 10 times <laughs> yeah, more it's on a, eBay. It's, it's like, like a collector now, <laughs> a collector's item. <laughs> new, new inbox. So I don't, what, were they, what were they called? Do you remember? I don't. Like, no, just, I'm not a shoe guy. New Balance Dad shoe. Well, you bought, <laughs> you're the one that kept buying it. I just figured yeah, I think, know. I think I, I'm the only reason they kept it around so long because <laughs> I was so, the only one wearing them. So the shoe I buy, I know the name actually because I buy it. It's New Balance Bongo V5s, and I bought okay. three pairs of them. Uh, so yours is New Balance Dad Special. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably like really? five hundred bucks on eBay, man. And yours were uh, quadruple, quad, quadruple wide. Yeah, they were like <laughs> extra, extra, extra wide. <laughs> you got Fred Flintstone feet. <laughs> yeah, always have. So Austin did that. I ended up buying a pair of Gooders. Have you ever heard of Gooders? I have not. They're like cheap sunglasses. They're polarized. They're like running sunglasses. It's G G O O D R, like good. Are gotcha. Their their glasses are like twenty five bucks. They're polarized and they fit great on your face. Mm-hmm. Like, and I bought a few pairs. That, you know, who doesn't like cheap good sun sunglasses? Yeah, so. absolutely. I picked up another good pair a pair of those at the expo. Um, and I bought. Jess convinced me to buy an eighteen dollar pair of socks because she said they were so good. <laughs> but uh, spoiler spoiler alert! I got a blister on my heel. <laughs> And that's never happened before, but we'll get there. Uh, and what else did I buy? I picked up the the free T-shirt that comes, mm-hmm. so that was nice. Austin also didn't have a. Um, everybody like goes to Goodwill and gets like mm-hmm. like because when the race starts, it's cold, and uh, most people go to Goodwill and get a shirt you can just wear, and mm-hmm. people just throw their yeah sweatshirt on the side of the road once they heat up a little bit. Yeah. Well, Austin, there's like a Goodwill at the expo. Mm-hmm. Like, I wasn't trusting that. And we were got there towards the end of the expo. I stopped at Buckeye Lake and got me a sweatshirt for mm-hmm. $2. Well, Austin got there and that was his, his plan was to get it at the expo. Yeah. There was, there was nothing. There was nothing left. There's that tons sucks. of women's stuff. Yeah. Like, kind of like how life works anyway. There's tons <laughs> yeah. of women's stuff. And then, the, like imagine a closet, like for yeah. a couple. The whole ninety ninety percent of the closet is the woman's clothes, and then yeah. there was like a tiny little corner. Ten percent was the men's, and it was like all smalls and mediums. So it's like half Austin, of a rack. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's all it was. Yeah. So Austin ended up without a throwaway shirt <laughs> and some brand new shoes. Yeah. <laughs> So my wife did the same thing on Friday. Um, she's off on Friday usually. So uh, 
she went and picked up our packets um, and, you know, got our, our shirts and stuff. And she went to Goodwill and got the uh, throwaway Bro. clothes. And yeah. I'm actually wearing mine right now. We'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that. I'm not sure I understand. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So then we left the expo. Got out of there. I only spent like 60 bucks. So that's good. It's not too bad. We met Austin and Brittany for dinner later on. Uh, loaded up on pasta. I got yeah. spaghetti and meatballs. There you go. Uh, Jess got a soup and salad. I Austin got some weird thing we couldn't even say. Like it was so Italian. <laughs> uh, gabagoo. <laughs> I, know, I don't know what it was. Yeah. yeah, but those are the best dishes. Loaded up on bread. If, can, if it's so Italian that you can't even pronounce it, you know it tastes good. <laughs> I mean, we went through this, I think, last week. Like, Italian's top food. Yeah, very good food. Super high carbs, though. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's like, Which is what you want for a race. Right. So, he loaded up on that. His gabagoo, noodle-doo. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we took off. We, we met. Uh, that morning, you know, I, I mean, it starts at what seven thirty, race time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, got up, got over there, and met in the corrals. Met up with Austin. Next thing we know, we see your wife, and I'm yeah. expecting to see you there. Yeah. So and there's no Jake. I said, no "Where's Jake. Jake?" Well, there was a Jake. We'll get to that. There's um, no Jake. <laughs> so. The uh, you stayed in the hotel the night before. We live yeah. a little bit closer than you do, so our plan was to drive in that morning. I told you to get a hotel, but we would have been way more screwed if we would have got a hotel. No, uh, yeah. Um. Anyway, so <laughs> we, uh, you know, we've got the three kids, and the babysitter said I'll be there at five thirty. So you can leave at quarter till six. So I am all ready to go. Um, my my wife's sister came in. She stayed with us uh, on Saturday night. Um, she's ready to go. My wife is ready to go. Um, a doctor from my wife's office uh, came. Uh, my wife is a dental hygienist. So one, yeah. of, the one of the dentists. A dentist. Uh, yeah, he came and... He met up with us. He was going to ride in with us because uh, he's going to run the race too. Yeah. Um, everybody shows up. We're all ready to go. We're just waiting on the babysitter. Babysitter doesn't show. So my wife tries to call the babysitter. Babysitter babysitter doesn't answer. Babysitter's uh, so asleep. <laughs> we're, getting, we're getting to about 10 till 6 and we're kind of pushing it. And my wife's getting kind of antsy and... um. Yeah, we have we don't know what to do. So I said, okay, well, I'll stay with the kids because you know you've worked really hard for this. You got to go run this. Yeah, you yeah. had like you like <laughs> didn't train at all. We just gonna right. show up. Yeah, but she worked her <laughs> ass off, and she. <laughs> she <laughs> I wasn't gonna make her miss it. Um, you, I mean, you should have. <laughs> I I should have made her miss it. <laughs> no way, man. So, yeah, I stayed with the kids. Um, babysitter ends up showing up uh, right about 8 o'clock. and <laughs> After the yeah. race starts to start. 
Yeah. So there wasn't even time for me to like drive down there and park and get to the race and still run it. Right. No. It was like it was like way too late. <laughs> yeah. Um so yeah, I so yeah, I I'm missed not, the race. I don't want to I'm not gonna ask you to name and publicly shame this babysitter. We'll just leave it at babysitter. Yeah. But what did they have to say for themselves? So in her defense, <laughs> she has a son um, who's, I think, three. He's little, uh, and he was sick, and he was up all night uh, sick in his room. So yeah. she, he would like not go back to sleep unless she was in the room with him. So she fell asleep in his room, and her phone was in her room, which is her alarm clock. So she fell asleep in the other room and wasn't near her alarm clock when it went off. Well, what is she going to do with yours? Her son, just bring her sick son uh, to her mom's house. Her mom is going to watch him. So her That's mom is going to watch her sick son while she watched our kids. <laughs> Your healthy kids. Okay. Well, my, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That's wild. See, that's why you should have got a hotel and had someone watch your kids overnight so that your plan yeah. could not have gotten ruined. Yeah, maybe. But it's just one just one thing. That's the only thing that could have derailed this plan. <laughs> it's the only thing. And then <laughs> of course that's what happened. You gotta make it bulletproof, man. Yeah, I guess. People people always people oversleep all the time. It ruins yeah. everything a lot of, yeah, a lot. <laughs> it yeah. does. I mean, there's nothing you can do. It's just yeah. like, oh fuck, well, shit. <laughs> yeah. So that was a bummer. Um, but the uh, the dentist he missed the cutoff for uh, registration, so he didn't have a you know a packet and a bib, um, you know, a number. He wasn't actually registered for the race. What? Uh, yeah, he was just his plan was to just uh jump in like a mile in and run the rest of the race with us. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so, um somebody yeah, they, at some point might have said something, but maybe maybe probably maybe. not. I, probably not. <laughs> Unless he was like at the start line. Um, That's but funny. He, but he had it like all planned out. He's like, "Yeah, as soon as you turn this corner <laughs> and you're on this road, I'm going to jump in there. I'll be off to the right. You just come uh, over on that side. I'll find you and and I'll jump in with you. So technically there is like documentation that you did run this race. Yeah. Cause I gave him my number <laughs> and he, he had he your used bib. My, my bib and ran the race <laughs> and finished. So yeah, there's documentation out there that <laughs> you have complete- that I ran that race in three hours and three minutes. <laughs> That's pretty good. Not too bad. Hey, your first yeah. half marathon. Let's just yeah. <laughs> so you did run the half marathon. Well, that's what I said. There was a Jake there. It just wasn't actually Jake. <laughs> it was an funny. imposter. So how did uh, the half go for your wife? It went What'd well. What you um, have to say? She she did really well. I'm uh, I'm really proud of her. Um, you know she. She ran pretty much the whole way, um, and she she looked like she wasn't even that tired when she finished, uh, which, you know, saying that what she had said was that she was kind of, she kind of hit a wall there between 11 and 12 miles, um, but yeah. it was just such an uplifting event that it was like, you know, can't quit. Um, 
So once she pushed through that wall, she kind of got a second wind and was able to finish strong. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So then uh, my my in-laws ended up coming up and their plan was they were going to get the boys, my two older sons, um, and the babysitter is going to stay with the baby. Yeah. Um, so I just rode up with them uh, to go to the finish line yeah. to watch my wife and her sister and the doctor <laughs> uh, all, all finish. <laughs> the imposter. <laughs> the imposter. All finish. Yeah. So that's yeah, good. It's, How it's did really um cool did um Austin or did Melissa and Brittany? Did your wife and Austin's wife? Did they like kind of run together? Or who? Yeah, they ran together pretty much the whole time, and then I guess at the very end, um, Brittany kind of ran ahead, finished a couple minutes ahead of her. Uh, she pulled Brittany, away. Brittany and Jake finished at the same time, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, my wife and her sister finished together. So, oh. yeah, pretty cool. So, I guess we'll talk about me and Austin's race. Yeah, we should, we should have Austin on here. That, yeah. we, why didn't we think of that? Yeah, we should have dragged his ass over here. Um, <laughs> then we could roast him about. That. <laughs> I, I really want to hear how his feet feel like about right now. But um, you want me to call him? I mean, you can. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I um, yeah, call Rossi. See if he answers. I bet he's got I bet they're covered in blisters probably I might have to cut this oh there he is hey Hey. we're we're recording the podcast and uh, we wanted to know how your feet feel well I ain't take my shoes off well I kick my shoes off on one of my Socks is really bloody. <laughs> oh, dude. You're, you're still uh, wearing that soccer. I just put my shoe back on. <laughs> and I don't want to take them off. Yeah. You're going to need like a warm tub to soak it in. Like, I don't know what to do. Like still, shoe still on. Put it in the warm tub. Where is it? Ask him where the blood is. Yeah, like my sock was bloody. I pulled it out. Was it was it bloody like on the toe or like on the on the heel or what? My toe that I thought was bloody. Yeah. On the one that was already black, and then the <laughs> other one like seems bad. So like I don't want to take them off because so I know you're I have to try to. I hope the toenail is completely off of it, <laughs> where I don't have to like rip it rip it off. off. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I'm trying to. Uh, <laughs> Build up enough, uh, you know, look at courage. That's just yeah. a later problem. Yeah, that's a I that's a future it. Austin problem. <laughs> but yeah, I'm about to go down the gas station and do a bit more to take my fucking shoes off. Yeah, that's crazy. So you going to work tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Atta boy. Yeah, I'll just fucking. <laughs> Goggins style. Yeah, chill out, David Goggins. There you go. <laughs> True. They, you know they make. You know they make band aids, right? Yeah. <laughs> nah. 
Yeah. I'll get some athletic tape or something. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Can't beat that. <laughs> yeah, buddy. All right, buddy. I'll let you enjoy your strong bully. I just wanted to call and check on you. All right. <laughs> All right. See you, man. <laughs> so, me and Austin took off. Um, it was a, we were running pretty good. And I, I forgot to mention this at the expo, I bought. Uh, you know how I usually run with gummy bears? Those yeah. Harsboro, mm-hmm. those classic gummy bears. That's how I did all my mm-hmm. training runs. Well, they had all the normal running <laughs> supplements. <laughs> Excuse me. At uh, you know, the expo. So I bought like twelve of those goo gels uh, and okay. one little thing of chewable electrolytes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I had my I had a running vest, a Solomon running vest, and had it stocked mm-hmm. full of goos. But I didn't know this. I guess after mile thir- after the halfs over, after mile thirteen, there was like uh gels at every water station. Oh, that's nice. Which I didn't know that. That's why I stocked up. I had twelve yeah. of them. So, anyways, me and Austin took off. Uh we were running good. Uh we I was running like we were running at like ten thirty pace. Mm-hmm. I like I've said on this show the last three or four weeks I've been running in severe pain, mm-hmm. trying to baby my knee, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, really disheartened about my knee's condition coming into the mm-hmm. uh, marathon. Well, I went to the doctor this week. <clears throat> I was like, man, I really need like a cortisone shot or something mm-hmm. before this race. So I went to the sports medicine doctor in town. Um, about oh, sorry, I, I actually I got to backtrack because a listener of the show listened to last week's show and suggested I go to the sports doctor <laughs> yeah. where his wife works. Okay, and he also suggested I buy these knee sleeves, uh, which mm-hmm. compress and like help knee pain. Like I use nice. KT tape and he mm-hmm. told me, you know, his wife recommends these knee sleeves. So I bought those and I went to his wife's work <laughs> to get mm-hmm. my knee looked at. So shout out to Tim and Megan for listening to the show. Mm-hmm. We appreciate you guys listening. Yeah, and then they, act- they actually care about, they actually care <laughs> about me enough to be like, yo, Craig, like you need to help yourself. So they really helped me get ready for this race. Good. I went to the sports doctor they x-rayed my knee. Um, they wouldn't give me cortisone shots because they x-rayed my knee. And she said I had like slight stress fractures in my tibia, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which was causing my pain. But she said it looks like they're healing because of which I was glad to hear because, you know, it's I was babying it right. on purpose because I knew they hurt. I knew something was wrong. Yeah. I didn't know what really. Uh, but the fact I had stress tap fractures in my tibial head uh, made it a bad idea to get a cortisone shot. Mm-hmm. She said that would totally inhibit any healing, mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever reason. So she prescribed me a steroid pack that would hopefully keep inflammation and pain down enough so I could run the race. And that worked. Uh, like I said, me and Austin took off. We were running at a 1030 pace. Everything was going great. I mean, the atmosphere out there is like mm-hmm. un unmatchable. Like, there's people everywhere. I think they said that it, that this race brings like 
at least fifty thousand people to the. Yeah, it was it like, was packed um, everywhere. It might even there, be more. There are people everywhere. I don't know how many racers there are, but anyway, mm-hmm. so we ran the first. I'd say fifteen miles at a ten thirty pace, mm-hmm. feeling good, feeling great. I was so happy. Mm-hmm. Like I hadn't ran that good and that fast without pain in so long. I was like, wow, like this is a dream. Um, mm. we, I think we got around Ohio stadium around the horseshoe mm-hmm. is when I, when I started feeling rough, uh, yeah. that was mile, like, I think 18 Yeah, and, <clears throat> and me and Austin were together mm-hmm. and he, he was saying, he was saying, man, you're like going too fast. Like I was running almost too fast for Austin, but then, uh, I don't know. I just hit the, I hit the wall they call yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh I started slowing down. My heart rate was just going up. I was it was at like I ran 1030 pace with like 150 mm-hmm. BPM heart rate, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. But then eventually I got to the point around mile 18. <clears throat> I slowed down to like 12 for I mean mm-hmm. once it starts it's like a freaking waterfall effect. Yeah. I start I started running a 12 minute mile mile 180 heart rate i went yeah. down to 1230 it was still 180 i went i dropped the 13 minute mile it was still 180 like mm. i was in and i was in pain like that's <laughs> i guess it's the body's natural response to pain like, is raise like, the heart rate it's like stop right? yeah <laughs> stop <laughs> so from mile like 18 to 26 i was like in fucking misery mode yeah uh which I, I'm not surprised and my knee was holding up. So mm-hmm. it was like other muscles that were like failing. It was like my hip flexors in the front, like my inner groin. And then mm-hmm. like the outer, I don't even know what that's called. Uh, but man, what fatigue you feel. Mm-hmm. And it's like pain, mm-hmm. but it, it doesn't hurt like so bad that you feel like you need to stop. I mean, yeah, no, you feel like you need to stop. Like, it's like, I went into walk run mode. Mm-hmm. Like you have to stop, like because you're you can't just let your heart rate go up to two hundred. Like obviously a heart rate of one eighty like doesn't really feel good. Yeah, like, it, like it, it's not really sustainable. So that's why yeah. I was in walk run mode. Um, and eventually I was I started walk running and I was like, dude, I can't like I can't <laughs> I keep can't this, this pace. anymore. Like I can't yeah. <laughs> I can't keep pace with you because you're walking and running. You I was all over the place. Yeah. I'm, like, dude. I'm like, dude, just go. And he's like, no, let's run together. I'm like, dude. And then we went another mile or maybe mile and a half. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to just keep pace, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, just to not do that. I'm like, Austin, I can't, I'm fucked up right now. I can't not do this. I said, you're going to have to go without me. I'll see you at the finish line. Mm-hmm. So Austin ended up going, yeah. going on. And, uh, I think he ended up beating me, but beating that was, me by a, th- that was like right before the 20 mile mark, uh, because, yeah. Because I was watching um, <laughs> on, you know, there's this, there's an app where you can follow people, right? You type in their names or bib numbers. And yeah. I, I was watching all of you guys on a map. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, it what it does is it takes your splits, right? Uh, every time you go through a checkpoint, there's a checkpoint at um, seven kilometers, at 15 kilometers, at 13.1 miles, at 20 miles. And then at the finish, right? So and we were together take, at 20. So I think he had just passed you right before yeah. the 20. 
So yeah. it, it was probably like 18 miles in where he passed you because his split from 13.1 to 20 was a little bit faster than yours. Yeah. But then uh, his he kind of kept pace the whole time on the app. Um, <laughs> and he got there like pretty close to when we expected. But then it was expecting you based on your time from 13.1 to 20 to be there like like three or four minutes faster than what you were when you, <laughs> you got there to mile 26 where we were waiting for you. Yeah. Uh, but I it, mean, it, yeah. I mean, like you said, the pain that you were in, that was, uh, I can't believe it didn't slow you down more, to be honest. I, I was surprised I was even pulling 1230s and 13s. Cause yeah. Cause I was. Your pace from twenty mile from the twenty mile mark to the finish um, was twelve forty per that's mile. Surpri- that's surprising. That's, pr- that's still pretty good. Because <laughs> from that uh, that whole time, I was running for a little while, then I was walking. No, I was walk. running for a little yeah. while, I was walking. It was just like it's kind of sporadic, and it was worse. It just felt it felt really bad. Yeah, but I was doing it, and luckily, I had my family. Uh, my brother-in-law and his kids and wife were at mile mm-hmm. 20. Yeah, that's cool. Um, cause he had ran a marathon before and he knew that's when it starts to really hurt. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he was at 20, he ran with me for about a, I don't know, half a mile. Oh, so nice. that was, and he just had a conversation with me mm-hmm. and then he was him and his family and my girls and my mm-hmm. aunt were at mile 23. So that was a pick me up, mm-hmm. uh, but mile twenty, mile twenty two to twenty six felt like a damn eternity. I bet, even though it was so close, because when you're in walk run mode, like yeah, it's hard. St- you don't stop looking at your watch. <laughs> I mean, that's that's damn near an hour <laughs> that it took you for that. But it, but it, you know, <laughs> but um, <laughs> it's crazy. But I have to say, the first like. 17 went so fast it felt so good it's yeah. crazy how it's crazy how slow it went after that yeah but, i was watching you guys you know on that on that app when i got there you were like you were like 10 miles in and i'm like man they're making good time they're cooking we were <laughs> i mean we both felt great i yeah. mean so it so i ended up finishing uh oh this is the funny part right at the last about half when i was at like mile 22 i was like it looks like i can hit under five like Mm -hmm. but just barely so that i kind of had that in my mind that was kind of pushing me like hopefully i can get under five hours well i was trying to push for that that was what was keeping me kind of going really running running more than walking yeah yeah i was like man i really i've came all this way it'd be nice to hit under five hours Mm -hmm. so i got to the last like half a mile and um you know, first I saw my dad, uh, and mm-hmm. then my girls, and then my mom, and then you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I had we were a waiting there with your mom and your sister and Jess. I had a stretch there at the end that, that was like, wow, you know, you can't walk in front of your family, right? Yeah. Like, there's no way. <laughs> yeah. There's no way. And I had a goal that I wanted to hit that anyway. Yeah. So that kept me going. And then when I uh, got on the final stretch, which is maybe like a third of a mile or whatever i like looked at my watch i had like i could see the finish line but i had like one minute left to get to uh <laughs> under five yeah. hours so yeah. then i just like took off as as fast as i could i felt like i was sprinting but i was really 
barely moving. <laughs> <laughs> but that was, the home stretch was uh it was tough. <laughs> but I had great support support that got <laughs> yep. me there. And you finished uh, under five uh, under five hours. It was four. I stopped my watch. It was four fifty nine fifty nine. Nice. Uh, your official time from your uh, from your chip. bib chip was four hours fifty nine minutes and forty three seconds. So, so I had an extra a- like fifteen seconds. <laughs> yeah, I probably didn't have to do my final <laughs> push final that kick, I thought yeah. I did. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good you did anyway. Yeah, so we finished. Uh, felt all right. Uh, pictures with my family, and yeah. we started walking back to the car, which I was a little gimpy. I can't believe how stiff and sore my calves are, honestly. But uh, we walked back to the car, and we were going to meet Austin and Brittany at Jackie's to grab a beer, the classic, yeah, uh, Bobcat beer. Mm-hmm. Which, by I the way, not, I did not realize that they had a place downtown. Yeah, they Columbus. have one in Columbus now. Yeah, yep. it's awesome. Athens in Columbus. I like Jackie's. Um, I love Jackie's beer. Mm-hmm. Um, but funny story <laughs> when I was in college, you know, like, I don't know, I played football. I was like mm-hmm. kind of a jock. I was kind of the jock type. Like, everybody falls in their clicks in college, mm-hmm. I guess. <laughs> You're either like frat. You play sports, or I don't even know, or you're like casual anti-frat, yeah, college kid, and any, or you're like a hipster, (laughs) right, right. Um, so I walked into Jackie's. I think it was like my sophomore year in college. Probably hipsters. I walked in there. (laughs) I saw like a bunch of dude with beards, bunch of tie-dye, bunch of like glasses. I was like. (laughs) This is not for me, and I walked oh, out. Yeah. <laughs> and I, ne- I, I never tried Jackie's while I was in Athens. <laughs> really? That's crazy. I walked in that bar one time and walked right back out. <laughs> like the old Simpsons meme with the grandpa walking in and hanging his hat up and walking right back out and taking it off. <laughs> <laughs> like, get me to the townie bar. <laughs> the townie bar. <laughs> get me out of this hipster place. Yeah. Um, but. Since I left Athens, I, I was like, you want, you know, I want to support companies from there, and they have really good beer. They do. So I buy it when I can, and yeah, yeah I've, haven't been back since. So I wanted to go there after the race to the, their Columbus uh, mm. spot, but Sylvie fell asleep in the uh, stroller, mm-hmm. so we just had to drive home, yeah. which is fine. And we ended up going to Roosters. Hey, Roosters is good. I like Roosters. It's a good joint, but dude, I walked in there and I I threw away my running like sweatshirt, casual look. So I'm wearing yeah. running shorts and I have this shirt I have on now. It's a collared shirt. So I walk into Roosters, I'm wearing running shorts, uh, knee sleeves, <laughs> collared shirt, look like an idiot. And I'm limping like... The, the the marathon was not in Zanesville. It was like an hour away. So no one knows. Say, which Roosters did you go to? Zanesville. Okay, yeah. So no one knows that you were no running one, a marathon. Yeah, so I just look like a moron. Nobody I'm around like, you was wor- running a marathon today. I was walking around like a 92-year-old man. Like <laughs> I could barely move. And I just I got so many looks. Like, what the hell That's is awesome. wrong with this freaking what is wrong with this guy? I, I know I it was That's bad. Awesome. But sports. Gotta watch the Browns. Yeah. Win. Wow, yeah, there. That was uh, 
Hell that of a game. That was a good win. That was a really good win. Um, PJ Walker? Uh, yeah. He could, pl- it, he could play, huh? So <laughs> it has Deshaun Watson lost his starting job because PJ Walker steps in and they take down the undefeated 49ers. Who, now, the 49ers had Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey get hurt during that game. Yeah, because the Browns hurt them. <laughs> but um, coming into that game, they were like hands down the best team in the league. The only the only team that can beat the 49ers is the 49ers, <laughs> is what all the experts are saying, right? Um, if they if they stay healthy, they're they'll probably go undefeated and win the Super Bowl. But not anymore. Because the Browns injured all their good players <laughs> and beat them with their won the game. Pra- practice squad quarterback. <laughs> well, hey, all of our good players are hurt too. Yeah, I know it's weird. I it's, yeah. I can't believe Not the Browns. All, some of them. I can't believe the Browns are doing as good as they are without Nick Chubb. Mm-hmm. I have to say that. I mean, imagine I, if he didn't get hurt. Yeah, I I, I really think uh, Stefanski's he's a good coach. He uh, I think he he does he plays a nice conservative game and he uses his playmakers well, even though they still sometimes make bonehead plays. But what about your boy Cream Hunt? He ain't been making many plays. Uh, he scored a touchdown today. Oh well, shit. Yeah. I got the, I got there. I got there in the fourth quarter. I didn't see that. <laughs> but um, did he really? Yeah, he scored in first or second quarter, first half. Um, but let's talk about Deshaun Watson for a minute. Yeah, what's going on with him? Uh, so last week, uh, they played. Well, last week they were on a bye. The week before that, they played the Ravens. And he did not play in that game, and they put out DTR, uh, the rookie out of UCLA, and he sucks. It looked like it was the first time that he had ever played football. It was crazy. Who's um, DTR? Yeah, Dorian Thompson Robinson. He's a he's a quarterback, rookie quarterback from UCLA. Uh, he <laughs> he was a he did great in the preseason, and then uh. he, they kind of made him the backup and. Uh, he's, he sucks. He's not good at all. Um, just, Damn. he just made so many mistakes, but then it comes out after the game that, uh, Deshaun Watson was cleared. The medical staff said he is healthy. He can play in this game. And yeah. he said, and Deshaun Watson said, I ain't healthy. I ain't playing. That's kind of weird. I mean, you kind of, that's weird. You kind of got to trust the player there. Like how can, uh, yeah. <laughs> How can a how can a doctor tell you how a player's feeling? Uh, it's just weird. It's weird to me. I mean, they have all of the best medical tools that uh that money can <laughs> buy, and they well, if you if if you can't throw right and don't feel right, you just can't. Maybe, but uh, he's. But I also know that he's Deshaun Watson, and he's making money whether he plays or sits. So. Is that the guaranteed part? Is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, his contract's guaranteed. So, I, I mean, he's getting paid whether they, whether he sits and they lose or whether he plays and they win. And if he plays, then he's got to play without Nick Chubb, right? Mm. So, I don't know. Um, but it, then it's also weird that he was medically cleared to play two weeks ago. Then they had a bye week. They didn't play a game. Yeah, and then he's still and out. Then he, and then he didn't play today either. <laughs> 
Like, yeah. what are you doing, man? What's going I'll, on? I'll admit that's weird. It's weird. Yeah. It, it's, uh, it, it raises some eyebrows. I don't want to talk about a man's job. Yeah, but uh, I think the problem is that we paid so much money to get Deshaun <laughs> Watson. Yeah. And we just beat the best team in the league with P.J. Walker. So. And then you got Joey Burrow like playing hurt all year. Yeah, that was the other Cause, thing was because he's a dog, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> why can't we have that? <laughs> like some, yeah, like playing when you know you're hurt. Yeah, like versus I'm hurt. I'm not playing. The the Bengals doctors are saying, Joe, you need to stop playing. Like you're, you need to rest up and get better. And he's saying, No, I'm good. Let's go play. Yeah, if the, Deshaun, I mean, the, the Browns doctors are saying, Deshaun, you can play. You're good to go. He says, no, no I can't. <laughs> I'm good. I, I cannot play. Yeah, I mean, it's not a good look. Not a good look. Uh, but, hey, P.J. Walker just beat the Niners. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah. Who yeah. cares? Who cares how much money he's getting? Now, he was this close to pissing that game away with that interception in the end zone. Um, that ball should have been picked. It was third down. He he rolled out, and <laughs> rather rather than just running and and taking what he could get and keep the clock running, he decides he's going to try to jam it in, and that should have been picked by two different guys. But he's just lucky. And then he got lucky. The kick, then the kicker was the Niners got the ball back. Yeah, Browns were up two. Mm-hmm. They drive right down the field, and there was a forty yard field goal. Yeah. Um. And in the most unbrowns way fashion imaginable, <laughs> the Niners missed, missed the, the gimme field goal. <laughs> so which, what's funny is uh, when the Browns got the ball, they were down by one uh, with like three minutes left. And I said, I said to my wife, all right, how are they going to dramatically lose this game in heartbreaking yeah. fashion? Like, what, <laughs> yeah. what are they? What's the the thing that they're going to do that's just going to rip our hearts out? Yeah, everything happened to make it <laughs> to make it typical yeah. Browns loss. But then, she, in weird, weird fashion, the Niners missed the field goal. That was crazy. She said it's. She said it's going to be a turnover on downs. And I said, I bet you it's a strip sack fumble. They're going to sack him, and he's going to fumble the ball. And then they go down and kick a field goal. I'm like, oh, okay. I guess the answer is they're going to come down and kick a field goal and win. On the yeah, last yeah. <laughs> and then they line up for it. I'm like, oh yeah, here it comes. Here it and comes. Yeah, missed. I was would, like, whoa. <laughs> it would not have phased me whatsoever. <laughs> no, I'd been like, of course, of course he missed. So, that. so I was at me? Roosters, and yeah, the whole bar went crazy when he missed that field goal, <laughs> inclu- including me. Yeah, uh, it was cool. It's cool to see yeah. the Browns get a big win like that. That was a big win. America's team, still America's team. <laughs> At least Ohio's team. Bengals step aside. <laughs> Bengals are Kentucky's team. <laughs> sure. Close enough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you... I know you said you had to wet the crap. Would you like to share that before we kind of barrel towards the end of the show here? I do have... I or do, do have you another, have another sports? I have another sports. Oh! And, and I really want sorry. your... I really sorry. want your... Uh, your take on this one um, <laughs> because it is surrounding our guy, our favorite sports figure, Connor McGregor. Lip- okay. I was going to say, <laughs> I was going to say similar to, similar to Liverkin. 
Um, so USADA, they are the U.S. Uh, Anti-Doping Administration, right? Oh, boy. Um, they are the ones who handle the drug testing for the UFC, uh, making sure that nobody's doing steroids. And their big thing, if you remember, Conor McGregor took his name out of the pool. He said, I retire. And then he goes and starts doing movies and all getting, kinds of crazy things. Getting sauced up. Everybody saw that. Getting sauced up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so now he's back and he wants to fight. So he Doesn't puts he? his name He puts his name back in the pool. Well, USADA has a rule that you have to have your name in the drug testing pool, in the player's pool, for six months before you're allowed to compete for the UFC. That makes sense. Um, so he just put his name in on Thursday, uh, which means that he will be, he's looking at like what, April before yeah. he's allowed to compete. Yeah. Who the heck um, does he want to fight? The problem is that, well, he's supposed to fight Michael Chandler. Remember they did the ultimate fighter together uh, um, yeah. and he was supposed to be fighting Michael Chandler like next month, December, maybe. Well, that's not allowing for the six month time frame. And the UFC's the UFC is still trying to work out a deal where he can uh, fight in like maybe January, uh, which still does not give him six months inside the USADA pool. Yeah. Uh, and why so, would Michael Chandler agree to that? Uh, because Michael Chandler probably Michael Chandler's a tough dude. That's why Michael Chandler would agree to it. He don't care. He thinks he's going to win that fight anyway. And if not, he's putting on fireworks. So, um, right. yeah. Anyway. Um, so the, the UFC has been contracting USADA for like, I don't know, 10, 12 years trying to, you know, they handle all the drug testing. Well, USADA comes out today or last week and said that because of this Conor McGregor stuff, yes, he's back in the pool. Um, we're not going to clear him for six months and starting January 1st, we are severing our ties with the UFC. They're refusing to work with the UFC anymore. Wow. Because they believe that the UFC is trying to push Conor McGregor to be able to fight before his six-month time frame. Well, be a good time to start your own anti-doping agency. <laughs> so they've already uh, partnered with another. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They have. Uh, yeah, absolutely. But, uh, yeah, it's kind of kind of crazy that they would just. Uh, it's it's gotten kind of heated because Dana White went off on them this week, basically calling them a bunch of liars. Um, you know, a couple other executives from the UFC uh, demanded an apology, and you saw it. I said, "No, we're standing by our statement. Um, like this is bullcrap." <laughs> who else? Who else does you saw to like service? Like most professional teams, or uh, I don't know all of their. Um, organizations they probably do like a lot of uh, like track and field and um, must have you know. enough because yeah. what enough the UFC to, is probably their biggest. I don't know. It, it can't, you wouldn't think they would do that to their biggest client. They must be doing just fine with their contracts. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Like you would think, because man, I don't know either. Um, yeah, I think. That's a crazy move. Uh, yeah, I don't know more by USADA. I'm not. Yeah, that's crazy, isn't it? And McGregor is 
definitely been on the juice since he retired because <laughs> everybody's no. seen that. Yeah, that's kind of what I wanted your uh, your thoughts on. Like, that's my you, thought. Like, you're you would say you're a casual UFC fan. You know who some of like the big name fighters are, but you don't really follow it. And yeah. and you like you know McGregor. You don't really follow him, but you probably follow him on Instagram, right? I saw he's and you, been like see pictures up. of him. Yeah, he's been waiting. And bigger. it was it was like painfully obvious to you that yeah. that dude's been <laughs> been juicing, right? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so. just do this six months and shut up. Like, why they want to push this fight earlier than that? Anyway. Uh, because any t- the sooner just, you can get McGregor in the door, in the in the cage, the more the faster you can make money and the faster you can get him back in there, right? Right. And if McGregor's <laughs> been yeah, hit before he decides to unretire again. Yes, exactly. Or re-retire, sorry. Yeah. Uh yeah. I, I get I get the UFC's frustration, but dude, just you can't the world does not revolve around Conor McGregor. I mean yeah, but the I, UFC think, world the UFC's world does. Yeah, it'd be big money. <laughs> hey, I wanted to ask you about this fight. Okay. Lo- Logan Paul, Dylan Dennis. Did you watch any of it? No, did you? No, I did not. <laughs> I, I I just saw, saw it all over social media. Yeah, I saw they got uh they got into a little scuffle um during the press conference. Yeah, this, this week and uh, Dennis kind of hit him with a microphone and sliced his face. Open. Yeah, but we also must remember that Logan Paul is a professional wrestler. So yeah, no, that was <laughs> funny. Very good at showmanship. I, did you see the end of it, it in the sixth round? Then it ended in a scuffle and just looked so soft. That was yeah, and never. Yeah, that's like that stuff is what's going to kill boxing. Yeah, it just looked like it was a joke. <laughs> like I, I get, I got to give Jake Paul some credit because he has come a long way as a boxer, and he's like trying to do things. Like he's kind you of a Jake, sideshow. Jake, Jake Paul. Paul Jake Paul. Logan Paul is a professional wrestler. He is not a boxer. He's a professional wrestler. He's okay. a side, he's a sideshow. He's a showman. That's all he is. Jake Paul has a little bit of that, but he also just wants to be a boxer, like a professional boxer. Does he? Um, it, he seems to. Um, I mean, neither. He kind of he kind of sh- gets in. He kind of gets in his own way sometimes with all the sh- all the showman stuff. But he's like taking the fights that he's that he should be taking, and he's and he's winning them, right? Like one thing. Sorry, one thing you can't deny is they're making money, and they're not they're gonna. gonna they're n- they're not gonna stop. <laughs> yeah, so they're gonna keep. As- they're going to keep making money, doing crazy bullshit like this. <laughs> yeah, who buys this? Like, not you, me. YouTubers, YouTube fans. <laughs> this would be like it's funny i mean they have a lot of fans i guess <laughs> yeah they do, they do. <laughs> I, i'm waiting on logan paul conor mcgregor i think <laughs> i think that will probably happen at some point uh the only reason it wouldn't is because logan paul's so much bigger yeah but he'd still probably lose probably unless connor took a dive for cash I don't yeah, know. That's, that's the whole thing. Everybody who know. fights Logan Paul is taking a dive <laughs> for cash. Well, yeah, he 
<laughs> I don't know. It, I think it's I think it's more likely that he fights Jake Paul. I think Logan Paul's probably Oh yeah. Like, I guess that makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's know. all we'll see. it's all just entertainment. It's I am not gonna dog the guys. They're doing a good job at entertaining yeah. the masses. Just don't just don't ever bet against one of the Paul brothers. Yeah, do not. Do not. Ne- never bet against them. <laughs> I don't care like, if they're fighting John Jones. Don't bet against them. Like there's probably something in their contract. If you knock Logan out, you get like 50K. If yeah. you if you don't knock him out, you get like a million. So <laughs> right. You be the judge. <laughs> Pick your own destiny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, I guess the little uh facade uh altercation at the end probably got him more views he probably dylan danis probably got even more money than well that's the thing dylan danis is like he was actually like training to be a a fighter and then realized that it's way easier to be a youtuber so he just basically just talk shit on youtube just be a troll and that he's a troll and that has to like go in and fight somebody every once at once every few years for some clicks, right? My my favorite thing was the press the pre fight press conference when he had Gordon Ryan uh came up with Logan Paul and you know who Gordon Ryan is, right? Mm-mm. He's like the world champion phenom uh Brazilian Jiu Jitsu winner. He wins like all the world okay. championships and shit. But the thing is his federation is not drug tested at all. He's juiced to the gills. <laughs> there you go. But he's only they like 28. <laughs> he's only like 28 and he's like dyes his hair. He dyes his beard gray and his hair gray and he's juiced to the gills. He's a unique looking guy. Yeah. I mean, he'd obviously is a hell of a jujitsu guy. Yeah. Because everybody's juiced there. It's not just him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that, that's the thing about it. He loves jujitsu. He's just the everybody's best. Juiced. Juiced. <laughs> everybody's juiced. Everybody's good. And he's the best. So Dylan Danis comes up and Logan Paul's like, I got my boy Gordon Ryan with me. If you try to start anything outside of here, you know, you're dead. Gordon's going to get you. And Gordon's standing there. And then uh, Dylan Danis says, I know who that guy is. He's his drug dealer. They're both all juiced to hell or something <laughs> like that. I'm like, oh my God. That's good. He's like speaking the truth. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, I don't care if people use steroids and crap, and I think Gordon's open to it. But it seems like seems like the Paul brothers might dabble a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I, think they, I, would, I would say so. I would say I don't they think they've uh, been open about. It. I I don't like when people aren't open about it. I yeah I I don't know. See, I I don't know enough about. I don't follow Jake closely enough to know like what organizations he's boxing in. I don't think that they're checking him. All you have to do um, is look at the but, nipples. Yeah, but I, <laughs> I'm, I know that the WWE, I'm sure that they promote it. <laughs> they don't, they don't drug test at all. And, no, duh. And, uh, yeah, that's where that's where Logan's been hanging out. So, <laughs> all right, let's move on. Yeah, that's all I got to talk about today. I thought the what, what the crap. Meh, meh. Okay, it's not that good. <laughs> not that good. All right. Well, we don't have a the Biden gaff thing gone, and yeah. like I said, hey, kind of did different. you did you erase it off your board? 
No, it's still on the it's board. It's still still on the board. We speaking of that, we need to come up with a new segment by next week. Yeah. This was our little break. This was a little we had a big week. It was a big week. We'll come up with something. All right. Let's put it back on the rails. Uh like I said, it's been a hectic weekend. We also didn't have our spiritual leader Gary record a Bible verse. So we gave him I'm a week a, off too. I'm gonna leave you guys with something. We got Hebrews twelve seven. It is for discipline that you have to endure. God is treating you as sons. For what son is there whom his father does not discipline? And what's that mean? <laughs> Means, you know, sometimes things are happening to you and you, you kind of just, if you, you're just wondering why you're getting hit with all these trials and tribulations, you know, sometimes it's because God, you know, is treating you as a son. Like stuff happens to you just because God wants to see you persevere and perseverance, uh, like the other Bible verse, perseverance builds character, mm-hmm. uh, character b- builds hope. You got to go through these hard things uh, to build your character. Yep. And that's going to make you a complete human being and a complete man. So sometimes these hard things and trials you go through uh, either purposefully or if it feels like the universe has sprung them upon you, uh, God's teaching you the lessons you need to uh, become a good person. Absolutely. Great follower. Well said. That's the show. Freedom on.